No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you were tuned into His Hardline. Welcome. Glad to have you all here. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. This is the only place where you're going to get God and Jesus Christ mixed in with a little true history of America, mixed in with instructions on how to assemble your nation. We're here to implement solutions that will help restore this republic. But most importantly, we're also here to help America and the rest of the world to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. It's time to take back our nation. It's time to take back our world, ladies and gentlemen. You can join us here every single day of the week except on Thursdays. That is podcast-free Thursdays. And every other Friday, we have our good friend Donna Brandenburg, who is fighting for you and America. Let's get started. (laughs) Oh, man, it's going to suck to be you deep staters when this is all said and done. You guys really have no idea what's coming for you. (laughs) Watch out, the American people are coming for you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. Why is that? Well, they're in the captain's chair. That means they are the ultimate host of all hosts. They are behind the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. But like I always say, trust in the Lord with your life, 100% surrender. He'll guide your ship into that safe harbor so you can anchor and get your feet on solid dry land and have peace once and for all. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. It is Sunday, December 4th, 2022. Glad to have you all here for another His Hardline discussion. As we proceed further with uh, with the podcast, like I said from the very beginning, There will always continuously be a process of evolution, and you'll see some minor changes. As you can tell, I'm starting to implement episode numbers. I'm trying to simplify the title, so instead of putting his hardline discussion and then the title, I'm just doing episode and then the number and then whatever the title is. Um, uh, There's some things that I might change. I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to make subtle changes. I'm just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it to prayer. I'm not sure exactly how I want to do this, but I was kind of toying around with the idea of making the, you know, the Bible reading. And then a, uh, because typically sometimes if, you know, sometimes I can get pretty carried away and 1% with him Bible reading, which is typically about 15 or 20 minutes, sometimes can go almost an hour to an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, it's a pretty long podcast. So I was thinking about possibly just converting the, uh, you know, merging 
the reading, you know, in the beginning part, having a little segment where we kind of transition into, um, you know, into the actual discussion. But again, I don't know. I, I don't know. So it's just I'm taking it to prayer um, because it would eliminate the possibility and potential to having issues with, you know, closing out one show. And then when I start the next show, depending on who wants to mess with me that night, you know, it just depends if, you know, if the audio would, you know, work properly or whatever. It just, it just depends. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see everything in time. So today's topic is, well, for starters, it's going to be geared around children. All right. That's number one. But the title is where are the men to protect? And um, I may have uh, I might have a, uh, a listener here that usually comes on regularly. His name is Ron Seeley. He goes by Raccoon Six. So we'll probably have him on. He usually uh, makes guest appearance on the Kilted Christian Show, among other shows out there. Uh, man, it's a wealth of information, a lot of knowledge. He always does me the pleasure and sends me videos uh, from Rumble and stuff like that. And so. Uh, to my knowledge, I think uh, Donna and him linked up. I think he gave Donna a call, so maybe she'll have him on her show as well. But uh, so, but before we have him get jump on, you know, <clears throat> the biggest thing that the reason I titled it "Where Are the Men to Protect" is because society has systematically manipulated and brainwashed people and programmed the culture that a man being a man in its truest form is toxic. It's wrong. Therefore you need to eat more soy burgers and not as, you know, not as many, you know, one pound Angus beef burgers. You know, because, you know, you eat soy, it does something to the body, especially for men, for males. I don't know what it does, but it seems like it almost raises the estrogen levels and lowers the testosterone. And and, and hence that, you know, that famous name uh, for all these little girly boys out here, you know, soy boys, you know. Uh, and I'm not trying to be funny here. This is actually a pretty serious thing. It, it pisses me off, to be quite honest with you, because... And I'm not saying anything just for the record, because I don't need somebody who is woke and who has their, you know, undies in a bunch coming at me with emails saying, you know, Jason, you seem pretty, pretty misogynistic and bigoted. And but no, no, just hear me out. I like a good, strong woman. My wife's a strong woman. We need strong women. The problem is we don't have an equal balance of an in equal numbers of strong women to strong men. See, we seem to have more strong women out there and more puss cake men out there. I shouldn't even call them men. They don't even, you know, most of them don't even deserve that title, man. But we have a lot of puss cake little boys out there. Well, Jason, what do you mean? Well, here's what I mean. The media and the news, Hollywood, music, the gaming industry, the rise of legalizing marijuana. And look, if you like to smoke pot, that's cool. I'm not saying it's bad, but what I'm saying is they're pushing for that to just be, you know, legal everywhere. Okay, that's cool. Whatever. All right. To each their own. I don't believe government should limit what you can and can't do. But here's what I am saying, though. 
it seems like, you know, at least in my state, I see, I bet you every third or fourth billboard is a marijuana dispensary. It's like, holy crap. You go down to Chicago, every other billboard is a freaking gentleman's club or some sort of perverted pornographic type of ad of some sort. They're trying to kill the family and destroy the nuclear family. Well, how do you destroy the nuclear family? Well, first off, you got to push God aside. That's that's the first thing. Because the natural order per the Bible is it goes God, man, wife, child. Okay? So you push God aside, make people believe that God is not really anything to really, you know, be believing in. You start then brainwashing society through pop culture, movies, and and TV, and sitcoms, and news media, and music, and so on and so forth, and commercials, and you, you basically start training the public that, hey, masculinity is a very bad thing. We do not need manly men out here. Okay, that's, that's dangerous for our society. That's, we cannot have that. Why do you think we see such a huge rise of trans genderism and weenie snip and tucks and and gender confused people out there and while we're seeing you know drag queen story hour at, at your local elementary school with uh, gay porn you know children's books in your school library why do we have parents thinking it's acceptable to take kids into a you know into a drag queen bar for their little eight-year-old you know he she daughter boy whatever the heck they're you know uh identifying as stuffing dollar bills in the in the g-strings of of drag queen dudes where are the men to protect from this bull crap and then you got a lot of guys out there that are so gung-ho on being hooked on video games now don't get me wrong i enjoy a little downtime in playing a little Mario Kart with my daughter. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy playing the board game Life on the Nintendo Switch with my family. It's a it's a family activity. I'm talking about the guys out there that play called and don't get me wrong. I like shooting games. I think they're fun. Look, I was a Halo freak when I was in high school. Me and my friends, that's all we played. Halo and Call of Duty. All right. So let me just be the first to tell you, I was a big gamer in my high school days. The problem lies in the fact that boys in school and high school going into college typically don't tend to grow up. There's guys that I still work with, that I work with, that are my age, mid-30s, that are just all the time on their freaking gaming systems, playing all day long, all night long on their days off, doing Twitch, doing, I mean, seriously, and guys older than me. Again, doing that with a little, as a little downtime, blow off a little steam is one thing. When you're spending eight, nine, 10, 12, 14 hours plus behind a screen, that's a problem. Why is that a problem? Because while you're being distracted with the video games, you got the women out there, the moms of your children, 
out there fighting the battles at the school board, fighting the battles at the county commissioner's office, out there fighting this, fighting that, trying to get rid of mask mandates, trying to get rid of jabs. And like Scott on Bards FM says, thank God for good, strong women. Because if we didn't have them, shoot, we'd be gone. We'd be all goners right now. Men, you need to step your asses up. Get away from the TV screen. Get away from the freaking gaming system. Stop binge watching Netflix BS. Get away from your pornography. It's dangerous and damaging to your health, damaging to your marriage. And quite frankly, it's going to end up eventually succumbing and taking over your life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Where are the men to protect? I want to play a clip of this wife that I found. It was a TikTok video. A wife gets in, and you could tell it's kind of staged, but this is a very, a very real argument that I know most people typically have. Because I hear it among some of the people that I know. This wife gets in, you know, her, her husband picks her up from work, and this wife must have had a bad day and was like, I'm so over. Just here, listen to this, okay? She's basically asking her husband, to allow her to be a stay-at-home mom, to stay home with the kids and, 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 and proceed with, by the way, being a stay-at-home mom is not easy work, okay? Most men wouldn't be able to know what the hell to do being a stay-at-home mom with, if you, because that's 24-7, you don't get breaks. You don't get breaks, okay? Let's listen to this clip real quick. I'm so freaking sick of working, honey. I just, why can't I just stay home and just... Work from home, like no more going to work. Who's gonna pay your bills? What do you mean who's gonna pay my bills? You got bills to pay. Right, you can pay the bills and I'll take care of the kids. Other families do it. No. So because they're not your kids? I pay enough bills as it is. No, nothing to do about the kids at all. Then what is it? Why can't I be a stay-at-home mom like other moms? You still got bills to pay. You can't lay on the couch all day while I'm outside out working. I wouldn't be just laying around outside while you're working. I don't understand. What do you mean? No, I have plenty to do to the keep you busy. The couch and the bed is fine home by itself. You don't have to be in them for them to feel safe, babe. So you're never going to be okay with me being a stay-at-home mom and not working? Yeah, when you get like 55 and you retire, yeah. Yeah, when you get to 55 and retire. <clears throat> The thing is, okay, the thing is, there is an order and a reason why God made a man and created a father to have the functionalities that a father should have, and why God created a, a woman and created the functionalities that a woman has to be a mom and a good, solid wife. I know Ron was just saying that he knows a few stay-at-home dads. Yeah, I've met a couple too. But see, again, I disagree with that. And I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of pushback from people, but here's why I say that. Okay, I'm going to kind of divert to a little bit of knowledge. And I'm not a big fan of Dr. Laura, but some of you that are in your 60s, 70s, 80s, you know who I'm talking about. All right, she's the one that always says, uh, you know, I mean, she, she's, she, she, I tell you what, she's a fantastic doctor, but there's something I don't agree with her on. But the thing is, is that, 
kids, if you're going to raise kids, they need their mother. They need a good nurturing mom. Okay. I'm not saying a dad can't be nurturing, but see, women do a job better than men do when it comes to mothering and taking care of the house. Okay. Okay. The man needs to get his butt out there, work so his wife can be home with the children to love on them. Okay. To nurture them, to take care of them. All right. The wife though she's maybe a strong, strong woman, also has the ability to be very soft and gentle and create a different feeling than what a father can do if he was a stay-at-home full-time dad. All right. There is a specific function. All right. Now, this might sound very unpopular and old school. Sorry if that you know, if that, you know, ruffles some people's feathers, this is just my own opinion. Doesn't mean you have to agree with it. And I'm not trying to convince you otherwise. But what I'm saying is, is that here's the thing. At the end of the day, whether or not the dad stays home or the mom stays home, where the hell are the men to protect? See, that's my point right there. Okay. So if you got a stay at home father, that's full time and the wife is out. All right. Well, I guarantee you the wife would still be the one going out to the school boards after her full-time job while the man is still at home baking cupcakes and cookies and getting dinner on the table and finishing up vacuuming. My point is, is that we have an upside down world and this is exactly how Satan wants it. He takes everything that God creates. Hold on a second, Ron. I'm going to get you on this show. Just hold on a sec. He, he, he takes everything that that's good that God, that God creates and Satan inverts everything. Do you not understand how this works? And I know Destry was saying, you know, due to women's, uh, was it lib liberal lib? I can't, I'm trying to read this properly. He says, video games is the only place left where a man can be a man. And women took the jobs and control away from the men. But see, again, I'm going to go back to who created that. I'm going to push back on Destry on this. It's very rare that I do that, but I'm going to push back on him. I don't think the game is the only place where a man can be left to be a man. No, absolutely not. I will disagree with him on that. Who created the situation? They're trying again. See, this is part of the B system, guys. They want men to be feeling helpless. Okay. They want men to feel like their, their masculinity is never needed. Okay. Well, what happens when you got invading armies coming on our coastlines, who the hell is going to go over there? Who's going to go and start fighting people? Huh? The moms or the soy boy Antifa freaking types. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, other than a few pissed off rednecks and some retirees that actually have some, some man testosterone in them, I guarantee you there's not going to be, because you know, the men are going to be so decommissioned. Who the hell's going to fight for your, for your, for your freedom? Huh? I'm, I'm going to push back on this. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a reason why Satan is pushing down the man and raising up the woman. We need both to be up there. See, women and men are, are, are equal, but different. They both serve different purposes, but are both strong when working together.
I also want to play something else, which is interesting. Do you guys remember the D.A.R.E. program? I don't know if it still goes on. Remember the D.A.R.E. program that these schools pushed out to, to bring an awareness of drugs to kids, right, and how bad they are? Remember? Remember the D.A.R.E. program? Listen to this. Do you guys remember the D.A.R.E. that they did in school when they came and presented all the drugs to warn you about the drugs? Yeah, this D.A.R.E.? Well, let me ask you something. What does D.A.R.E. mean? Dare means to have the courage to do something, to defy or challenge someone to do something, a challenge. As you get older and you realize the law of attraction, I mean, whatever you put your focus and attention grows. So that means that every time that they came into those classrooms to show the children all the different drugs, they were bringing the drugs to the children's attention. Prior to that, children would probably never even once think about drugs. They had to be introduced to them to have the thought in the mind to do them. So we were being primed. They weren't trying to stop us from doing drugs. They were introducing us to them. Do you see that? They dared us. Hmm. They dared us. You see how that works? Where are the men? Hell, where are the moms for that matter on that? Hmm? Yeah, Oscar was just saying, I've always thought they have programmed us in D.A.R.E. Yeah, I always thought that, too, because I remember these people would come in. They'd set up almost kind of like a mini concert in our uh, in my high school, right, in my high school gym. They'd set up the bleachers and then, you know, we got to miss a period or two of school or class. Right. We usually got to miss one class and they would have like these big, huge screens and they'd play music that was fitting for our, our generation at that time. That was popular. Right. Nirvana and this and that, whatever. Right. Tupac and whatever that was popular popular at that time, you know, giving us the awareness of drugs. Meanwhile, it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, I probably wouldn't have known about half these drugs had you not, you know, showed me a video on it. I mean, yeah, I had friends that smoked pot, but, you know, and I was very well aware of what crack cocaine was because of movies. But, you know, then they started talking about ecstasy. They started talking about mushrooms and, and L, you know, LSD and this. And that's like, what the hell is all this? I, I would have never known anything about this had you not brought this in my school. Listen to this other piece now. Now, here's something that Ron did show me, and, and Donna actually posted this on her Telegram today. As a matter of fact, she when she posted it, Ron shared this with me, actually, I believe, like two or three, four weeks ago. So I, I had it about, I've, I've already watched this three weeks prior to Donna posting it, but it's called Out of Shadows. And that's why I wanted to bring him on today here in a second. I'm going to play a few more pieces. I'm going to bring Ron on because um, I'm sure he's got some pretty good commentary on it. But this is what Donna was uh, wrote on her post when she um uh, posted this documentary and it says powerful documentary. Why do so many kids go missing every year? It's time to face the reality and throw everything out in the light so we can deal with the horrific practices done in the shadows. The scourge of pedophilia in centers of power halls of Congress, multinational corporations, foundations, institutions, filtering down to people in serious spiritual trouble needs to be addressed and eliminated crimes against humanity. No one gets a pass on this. Choose this day who you serve. Damn straight. Yeah. And so a couple of sound bites that I'm, that I am, uh, that I am uh, going to place from that. The first one is about how they use entertainment to de desensitize us. This one's about eh, a little over two minutes long. Give us a quick listen. I feel like I'm taking a 
taking crazy pills. In a movie like Zoolander, when they're showing you that they're controlling Derek Zoolander's mind through mind control, you realize that they're trying to desensitize you and to make you think that what you're watching is fiction because it's in a comedy. It's like a mass MK Ultra now. Their purpose is to capture the minds of the people and feed them false history. The CIA is funneling information into Hollywood. Hollywood is putting out, out in the movies and the population believes it. All right, so look, here's the deal. They have been desensitizing us since we were born. And I'll give you some examples. Let's start with the big one. Let's start with words we hear all the time and never even think about. Let's start with the word entertainment. To entertain. What does that mean? To bind or hold. To bind or hold what? An audience's attention. Okay, now let's take the word Hollywood. Where does that come from? Well, Hollywood comes from the holly tree. And the ancient Druids, back in the day, used to take the holly tree, make wands to weave spells, cast spells, or channel spells. And when they needed help, they would consult the magis or the mediums of the day to help channel their spells to the population. We'll cut to today. What do we have in our houses? We have these black boxes. What are they called? TVs. But if you stop and you say the word, tell a vision, television. And when you turn on that television, what do you get? What's the first thing that pops up? A list of channels. And when you turn on those channels, what's on those channels? programming they are programming you they've been programming your whole life you don't even know it they do it with your music they do it with your tv they do it with your movies they do it with your games they have been programming us and programming you since you were little and you don't even know it because you don't even question Yeah, they're programming us through Hollywood, through the news, TV sitcoms, video games, music, you name it. There you better believe they're using it to program our minds. Now, back to Destry's point, I don't want to sound like I was beating him up too bad because and I know he's, he doesn't think that because, you know, Destry. First off, Destry is an Alaskan. That guy is about as tough as nails. OK, even tougher than nails. OK, I was just telling him yesterday. I don't think I could last five minutes in Alaska. I am too much of a puss cake to even live in Alaska. In fact, he's enjoying some hot springs right now. So, buddy, if you're hearing me, I hope those hot springs are feeling very, very nice for you right now and relaxing. You deserve it because you work very, very hard. Um, but I tell you, I, I would not be able to last. I, I I'm serious. I, I could not live in Alaska. That's, that's for real men. But I will say this to Destry's point with video games. Yes, mom. I did say puss cake. Yes, I did say that. Okay. <laughs> she, she's on a chat cake of puss cake. <laughs> but again, to Destry's point. Now men we're geared to achieve goals, right? That's how we're geared. We're geared for results. We're geared to reach the next level. Video games is a very reason why a lot of men typically like, you know, playing them. That's one of the reasons why I like playing video games. In fact, I was just playing Donkey Kong with my daughter today on the Nintendo Switch. 
Now, she just likes to meander around different levels and just go through the motions, right? She just likes to collect bananas and coins and whatever. Me, I'm like getting irritated. I'm like, come on, baby. I'm like, we got to get to the next level. Like, that's how we're geared. Her, she's just fine just, you know, doing whatever. See, so I get why men like to play video games because, again, though, a culture has created an environment where they've taken a lot away from the scope of a man and what how men operate. I mean, this whole, that's what happened back in 08 and 09 when the housing market crashed and all those jobs got lost and the markets crashed and everything like that. I mean, that was really ultimately designed to kill the middle class. And what we're seeing here is, again, another destructive moment of the middle class. You're trying to destroy the middle class. But on top of that, I mean, we all saw the ads during Super Bowl, you know, with the Gillette shaving cream and mask, you know, toxic masculinity. They don't want men. In fact, and I don't know the real, real uh, solid details on this, but to my understanding, back in like the 50s and 60s, 40s, 50s, 60s, the black family in America was one of the most conservative families in America. But yet government came out with all these programs. Yeah, the corporate government, they came out with all these programs to kick out the father and to give all these government programs to take care of the mother and their kids so long as there was no man in the house. Well, why did they do that? Again, to destroy the family. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie? Um, uh, well, there's New Jack City. That's an interesting movie too with Ice-T. If you ever get a chance, watch that movie. That's a very sad but real movie, you know, real event um it's called new jack city it's a very old movie but very interesting movie uh boys in the hood i mean again just like what oscar was saying you know in, in predominantly black neighborhoods why do you think they have liquor stores in every corner and lotto stores and abortion clinics gun stores they want them killing each other And they're trying, just like they destroyed the father figure in the black family in the mid to late 1900s, they're doing that to the white family, destroying the nuclear family, destroying Christianity, pushing out God, getting rid of the fathers. Are you starting to see kind of what's happening here with society Okay, do you see the inversion of what Satan does? You 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 destroy men and you raise up women, but then you also pervert the genders and 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 let people believe that hey, if you're a male, you could be a female, and if you're a female, um, you could be a male, and we can you know surgically install uh, outdoor plumbing on you. And in fact, if you don't even want to be a human being, you can definitely be a furry. We'll install some litter boxes in your local public school, and you can go take a dump in that, and uh, it'll be completely fine. It's it's okay. And uh, if you're a parent and you got an eight year old who is uh, really fond of um, you know, uh, uh, drag queen story hour at school. Hey, that's okay. Just go to a bar in Texas, in Dallas, and uh, go to a drag queen bar and allow little Johnny to stuff dollar bills in these, you know, fat, ugly, nasty drag queen freaking broads. What the hell world are we living in, folks? Is it just me or am I taking crazy pills? I'm serious. What the hell are we doing? This is one of the reasons why we need to assemble.
Okay. I'm not saying that once we get our 38 states overnight, everything's going to get fixed. No, it's going to be a slow rolling progress. However, it's where the beginning starts. And when it comes to pedophilia and crap like that, nobody wants to confront it. Let's listen to this little quick piece. Most people don't want to cross the psychological line that this stuff is going on. And we all have a mental defense mechanism. Uh, it's like finally admitting there's an elite pedophile ring. I mean, most people just don't want to go there. And, and the same is here. You, psychologically, you lose your safety, your security, and whatever innocence you have when you realize that this stuff is really going on. And it's a, it's a chore to cross over that barrier and realize, oh my gosh, this stuff is really happening. And that's why it takes critical thinking. The people have got to look at this stuff critically and see what they're being fed so they can cross that psychological line that they just refuse to, to see it when it's right in front of them. The sad thing is people don't know how to think critically. People do not know how to think critically. Now, let's listen to this quick piece. I'm going to uh, add um, Ron onto the show. I have two more audio pieces I'm going to play while we have him on, on uh, Podesta and Chris Cuomo here and their complicitness with this whole, you know, pedophilia agenda and Pizzagate and all this other crap. So I'm going to play this. Listen to this about, um, you know, why media and communication, like where it derived from and what it was initially started for. Let's let's give this a quick listen to and then what it, you know, what it's, it, you know, what it has evolved into. In 1900, we entered a previously unimaginable time of modern technology. Advances that allowed the rulers of this world to construct and direct our stories in ways we previously never imagined. As a result, new techniques to control the population were realized. These are the people from the companies that we have trusted to deliver us our news and tell our stories. This has always been about controlling what we as the population think and hear. They help create our culture and influence our society. We as citizens only trust them because as a society, we think that the gatekeepers have our best interests in mind. The dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that is the that is if our you, job. Yeah, that is if our you job. Look at the issue. That is if our you, job. If our you. job. As I was researching. I found that most of the early communication companies were developed for shipping or aviation. And a lot of the men that started these companies were commissioned by the military during World War I and World War II. Many of these men worked for the Army and Navy intelligence services along with the OSS, which we know became the CIA. There were many examples of these men becoming the heads or founders of some of the biggest motion picture and media companies before and after their government or military service. I wanted to know if, how many of the media companies in today's world connected back to Washington. So I started looking. It was like a family tree. The connections between our government personnel and the media corporations was unbelievable. Google, Amazon, Netflix, Twitter, CNN, ABC. So what would happen if all these companies had the same political ideology or agenda? We as this population like to hear people confirm our confirmation biases. We like to hear people tell us that we're right. We don't like to be wrong. 
And we believe that the people on the media and the people that we're listening to have our best interests in mind. The problem is, is what if they don't? So if you stop and think about it, they can place any agenda on the population that they choose. I think that Hollywood is teaching bad morals to the youth of this country, as well as adults. Desensitizing of violence to the masses. You can't deny that. My kids have seen so many people get killed in very violent ways. Three times as much gun violence now. And the, the sex that's in PG-13 movies. Why? Every Disney movie, there's a major character, usually a parent, that gets killed. Trauma to the child, why? It's so horrible, what a bad story. Why do you need to start a story with a parent dying? Always, it's, it's so sad. Under MK Ultra, they experimented on children. We were even taught this in psychophysiology program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, with especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities and disassociative behavior and other things. These occult topics are being introduced to our kids and most parents aren't even aware of it. That's right. A lot of what we're seeing is being introduced to our kids in ways that most people have no idea. And again, I will continue to raise the question, where are you men to protect? Because here's the thing. Being stuck behind a computer, looking at porn, or doing online gambling, or binge watching Netflix, or playing some sort of video game for hours on end, or doing whatever it is you do, okay? you If you're distracted with different technologies like that, you're not going to be able to be the man you need to be and protect your children. Did you not hear that video clip, that last sound clip? Most children between the ages of one and six, one and eight, are the most imprintable at that point in time. And if they are exposed to any type of occultic type of, you know, uh, programming, like what MK Ultra typically, you know, in, you know, put forth on a lot of children and even adults for that matter, it could leave very long lasting lifetime effects on how they operate and with, you know, having possibly split personalities and so on and so forth. Again, where are the men to protect not just their kids, but their family as a whole? Society is trying like hell to destroy the nuclear family. Here's one thing I'll say. As my wife and I draw closer to Jesus Christ and God and center God in our family, we've been purging a lot of things that are what we would be considered to be not godly or Christ-centered. Like I said, we put up a Christmas tree. We don't put up, um, we don't decorate it with decorations. Now you can put up a tree with lights, but the minute you start decorating is once you start getting away from the true meaning of Christmas, of it being centered around the birth of Jesus Christ. Okay. Same thing with books. There was a thing I saw on TikTok. I wish I had the video saved right now. I'd play it, but there's a thing on TikTok. This guy was saying that there are some books that he ended up burning because he had read somewhere and went down the rabbit hole that sometimes authors that even claim to be a Christian author will 
put, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll claim to be a Christian author, but really they might be some, you know, part of some occult, you know, occultic type of, you know, uh, group. And as books are being printed and published, they put curses on them. And he was saying that some of the books that he would burn, his wife was saying it was as if the smoke was creating arms and claws or there was uh, not the smoke, but there was arms and claws, if you will, that was trying to hold the smoke in as the books were burning. Like there were demons trying to hold what was, you know, attached to those books. Very interesting. I was like, wow. I mean, people have no idea just how deep this type of activity, this spiritual war that we're in, people have no comprehension. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think I fully have the full scope either. Because it's not like I sit and take a class on Luciferianism and satanic rituals and and what they do. I have a basic understanding based on some, you know, basic digging. I don't have the full scope. You know, I know enough to get in trouble. But here's the thing. The spiritual war is a very real thing. And it seems more and more as each day passes that spiritual war is manifesting in the in the physical realm of reality. And crap's starting to get real. Now, I have two more sound clips I'm going to play. But before I do, I want to invite Ron on the show. So, Ron, let me, let's see, let's get you unmuted. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Glad to have you on uh, on the show. How, how you been? Long time no talk. Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of information to throw on to you about what you said so far. And, and some people are going to probably send me some bad comments, but... Ah. Go for we it. have to educate because we've been programmed throughout the entire history of man. And the problem that most people don't realize is they won't even tell us how long man's been around. Every time they find something new, people sit there and they go, oh, I don't believe that. It's not what's written. It's not what I've been taught. The people have to understand that we live today in New Babylonia. This country has more porn, has more sin going on, and the government says, oh, we'll take care of it. They started the day going drug war back in the 60s and 70s, and it's not even a win-lose or draw yet. They're just still playing along, sucking up our money. Mm-hmm. The people have to understand that what you're hearing on here, I've already heard a lot of it, and people need to stop being easy on themselves and start hardlining themselves because this is going to affect everybody who's not really been affected because they don't want to rock the boat and make waves. Sometimes you got to get in that lifeboat and jump up and down to get people to understand. You know, I mean, this is crazy because this pedophilia goes way, way back at the beginning of the Jewish uh, religion. In the Torah, it talks about it. And people don't think it, you know, well, that doesn't mean nothing, but just remember something. We have a government right now who's running a country who sets up guidelines for us. 
Okay, God gave us 10 guidelines to go by. And then Jesus came in and said, okay, here's a couple more things for you to think about, you know. But when they were writing this stuff down, they wrote it down to control the minds and hearts of, of the people. They became a government all to themselves. And people don't realize it or want to understand it because it frightens them or scares them. And you have to understand that when man took over religions, man corrupted the religions. Yeah. I'm not saying the religion is completely corrupt or is sinful, but I quit going to churches because two of my two of the churches I went to invited gay pastors in. Mm. I got up and left. And mm -hmm. the people at the door were saying, why are you leaving? I said, because I'm not going to listen to the blasphemy this person is going to put out. I said, exactly. read your Bible. It tells you about this stuff. I said, you're getting everybody in there to side with these demons that are trapped in these people's bodies to spread a word that it's okay and God's going to go with it. Now, God's going to go with what he wants. We're just spectators in the day going to arena, watching the game, not realizing that every play they make is a play against us. Yep. Yep. And it's not to I say my rant for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. And it will, you know, and it's not to say that, you know, cause you know, I've had this discussion with the boss of mine at work, his, his daughter, you know, he's Catholic and he's very big in his faith, but his daughter is a lesbian married to a woman. And we had a solid conversation on it. But again, you know, it's, it just goes back to the whole thing. It's like, look, you know, unfortunately I don't have the power to make a choice for her if she's her own, you know, woman, she's her own, you know, person, you know, I just want her happy, but you know, whatever God decides on her later, that's up to him. It's not up to me to judge, you know, and, and, and that's just it. But yeah, but I hear what you're saying. Cause you know, I think I would have a huge problem with that too. Having a gay pastor or a gay priest come in because again, yeah, we read quite a bit of it in old Testament and new Testament. I mean, it's an abomination we, point blank. We, we were told to choose wisely. Mm -hmm. We're given that gift to choose. We're the only animal on the planet that can choose and direct themselves. And when they've ushered out God from the schools and beat it out of people to not practice it in their homes and people, I mean, there's more people sinning right now than there ever has been in history of man. Yeah. We have more people on the planet right now. So you can imagine God's up there shaking his hands as well. I told him I wouldn't flood him, but you know, I told him I would burn this sucker down and he's going to light this place on fire because we could do it locally or in the States or in the federal government. But like I've said on many, many shows I've done with everybody, if we don't get all the rats on the ship before it goes down, we'll have the same problems within a generation because people have to learn all over again that this is what they need to do and this is what they should do. We have to 
we have to guard the children because the children are our future. Without the children, we have no further generations. And right now they're having them cut their junk off or whatever and parade around as men or boys, depending on which one they are that they choose. And these kids are so screwed up right now. I talk to kids a lot and I ask them, so what do you look to do when you when you graduate from school? You know, some of these kids are in the teens, some of them are in junior high school. Oh, I want to be a basketball player. Well, you know, maybe one person in the entire state that you live in, one person will be chosen to play basketball. And mm-hmm. while all these other kids who can't play basketball worth the crap, they keep practicing anyway, they're going to be left on the sidelines and they'll be the ones who have to commit to doing something wrong to somebody else so they can stay alive, basically. They'll be fighting for survival to do bad things to people because they don't have a job, they don't have money. And while they were playing basketball all their life, they don't realize that even a basketball player should have a second day on job skill just in case he gets bummed out of the league. But we've been pro- programmed to do that. One of the things you put on earlier about the guys who are stay-at-home moms, yeah, a lot of them should go out there and start working. But I know a few of them that they stay at home because they're disabled. They're running their their families fine. And when the kids are off school, you know what they're doing? They're not playing video games. They're out plinking with their guns and getting better at shooting because they want to protect their families. And that's one of the things they said, you know, if if I had to give up, I'd have been gone by now. But I've got kids and I have to protect them. I don't expect the wife to protect him, but the wife is just as able to protect him as anybody else can. You know what? Because they pass on the traits. You make a very solid point. Well, we have people who, who sit there and they'll, they'll go golfing, go golfing all the time. Every, every spare moment they go golfing. They're working great. They're working, but they're not learning anything else. Yep. We're going to be facing hard times that most people can't even imagine. I mean, this year's harvest is next year's food. Okay. And they destroyed most of it. Or it wasn't even planted. Yep. People are going to be grubbing for things and they won't know what to grub for. They won't know how to do it. I mean, if the power went out. Most people would starve to death because they don't have a microwave anymore. They don't <laughs> yeah. have to cook. I'm serious. Yeah, you're right. You know, they'll try to eat it raw, they'll die because they'll get dysentery or they'll get uh, you know, food poisoning. And people have to wake up. Yep. I mean, here I am, I go around and I spend what little money I get from the government because I'm a retired military disabled vet on social security. And I go into yard sales and I'll pick up something that I know I have a use for or somebody else can use. And I've got like nine Coleman stoves that run on gasoline, diesel, hell, it even run on alcohol. I've got lamps, same Coleman lamps. 
I've got all kinds of stuff that when I see somebody, I say, hey, man, let me show you how to use this. Yeah. And they'll say, hey, that, that's pretty cool. What else can I do with it? Well, you can do this with it. You can do that with it. Here's how you can use your pans and stuff and what kind of pans to use. And now I've set the seed into him to show his buddies. He's saying, well, you playing with that old thing. Well, let me show you what it does. You know, we have to plant seeds, but in infertile minds, the seeds don't develop. Mm -hmm. They forget two seconds after you told them how to do it because we've been ingrained to have a 10 second attention span. We're sitting there reading something and most people can't even tell you what was in the prior paragraph. They're just yeah. reading. They're getting the endorphins from the entertainment from the book, but they're not understanding what the deep meaning of the book is. Yeah. Take for instance, all the crap that they said was misinformation and conspiracy theory, trust the science, do this, do that. But nobody's saying, hey, wait a minute. Five years ago, it said you shouldn't do this, but now they're saying it's okay. And they warned us back then that if you do this, it's going to kill you. But we do it now because... We want to be part of the crowd. I mean, some people still haven't got in their brain yet to take off the freaking mask. Yep. They're the only one in the car with the windows rolled up. <laughs> yeah. What are they protecting themselves from? I see it all the time. Yep. People have to wise up. Go and find some books. Find some books that show you how to do it the old-fashioned way because we're going to need it. And if we don't need it, it'll be that much smarter just in case the power goes out because of a windstorm or something. Okay? It's it's better to waste two hours in the garden than three hours in front of a football game every Sunday. Yep. You know, most people say, <laughs> I got to go home. I got a football game coming on. I said, well, you know, this is a little more important. Oh, I ain't got time for it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's like, Okay. <laughs> I wanted to touch on something that you, you, that you said. So back to your point and I never, uh, and, and, and you make a very solid point. So I want to stand corrected partially on the, the circumstances of people, like you said, that, uh, were injured or have some sort of disability that, you know, came about them in an unfortunate circumstance. That's one of those moments at that point. Cause I know how, what I would have to do too. Like if, you know, cause I rely on my eyes and my sight and my hearing to drive right in my hands. And you know, there's a lot that I rely on. Feet. And so it, yep. Feet, if something were to happen to me and I was crippled in a, in a wheelchair. Yeah. You know, my wife would have to go out then and work and then, yeah, the roles would reverse because again, it's just kind of the, the cards that were dealt. So you make a very excellent point. And so I don't want to disparage or discourage anybody that are in circumstances like that, but I'm, I'm kind of more or less talking about the men that they just, they think it'd be just fun to stay home. Like I had a buddy of mine at work. He yeah. was like, Oh, I'd love to be a stay at home dad. I'd be playing video games all day. I'm like, see, there you go, dude. I said, I'm going to tell you, that's not how that crap works, man. That's not how that works. <laughs> you know, right now I'm a stay at home dad. I got four children. They're, they're furries. 
you know, I got four dogs. They have to be monitored now and then, you know, but some of the guys that I know who are stay at home dads, one of them, his wife's a lawyer. Another one, she's a top notch doctor. Yeah. You know, I mean, when they got big bills rolling in like that, you know, they got their, their income coming in pretty hot and heavy. And the dad doesn't really have anything that can compete with it. So he stays at home, but they're not lazy guys that sit around playing video games. These guys are out there painting the house when it needs painted. They're fixing things around the house. They have yeah, still, abilities. Still taking care of business. But they've also, yeah, but they've also got infants and small children and are teaching them how they're supposed to be the rest of their life. Some people though, they don't care. You know, the kid yeah. go up, go back in the room and watch TV, you know, the, go see the, the electronic babysitter while they're yeah. playing the babysitter too, because they're playing a video game or some crap. And they're just basically wasting away thinking they're doing good. And it all comes down to back at what that clip was saying. The CIA and a few other agencies got together with corporations to devise television. And it's been going on long before that in books and movies and plays. And these were made to make you give off endorphins in your brain to give you either a happy feeling, a sad feeling, a scared feeling, or make you feel like, wow, I'm, I'm a big man now, but you have no idea why you feel like a big man. Mm -hmm. Those are the hypnotic parts of programming. And I've studied this because I worked on a psych ward for a while and I got to see guys who had mental problems or drug addictions and alcohol addictions. And you see this in them, and then you see the change when they start coming away from those problems. And you see them opening up. And I know a couple of guys who got out and done very well for themselves. They got off the hard drugs. They got off the alcohol that, you know, a couple of them were kind of schizophrenic, but they managed to get along because they knew how to manage it. But the majority of guys right now who don't really fit dad bills, you know, they're not fitting the dad bill. Mm -hmm. My dad worked two jobs a day. He could still come home and whip my butt for screwing up. Okay. <laughs> he also planted a garden. He'd done the grass cutting when I was small. And after that, he said, okay, you're cutting the grass. You're doing dishes. You're vacuuming floors. Or you're going out to the garden. And we learned how to do this stuff. Yeah. Right now, parents want to be friends. They don't want to be parents. Oh, I don't want to make Billy mad because he gets all upset and breaks stuff. If I'd have broke something, my dad would have beat me to death. Yeah. He would say, don't touch that. If I touched it, first I'd get smacked. Second time I'd get paddled. Third time I stood in the, in the daygone hall or in the corner for an hour. And today that's considered child abuse. Yeah. Because the elite who are controlling everything saying, this is what I want your people to do. This is how I want them to be because we don't like critical thinkers. 
I mean, the biggest crock of crap that's came out is the critical race theory. People go, oh, yeah, white people are the worst people on the planet. But that's another story. The bad part of it is, is they don't realize that there's only one race on this planet. It's a human race. They called it the human race for a reason. Everybody else is just like used cars in the used car lot. Different colors, different interiors, different tires. But what do they all have in common? They're all cars. Mm -hmm. You can put a ton of Bondo on a Volkswagen, call it a Mercedes Benz, but you still got a Volkswagen. Yep. No, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, and the thing is, is that that's one thing that these elites have been so really good at doing is, is, is segregating the cars, if you will, right. The, the brands yeah. and then by colors and, and okay, you're, you're a work truck and you're just a, uh, a grocery getter minivan. And, uh, you know, and that's one of the biggest things that they use against us to, keep themselves higher up in power is to divide and conquer. Cause what a nation that, that that's, you know, that is divided cannot stand. And that's exactly what they're, yep. they've been so successful at. That's because the people have allowed them to do it because they're watching the programming. You know, they say, Oh yeah, we, 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 we've got this going on right now and it's going to be great. The worst things you ever want to hear the, uh, the, the, the corporation of the United States say, hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Yep. Talk to the people down in, in Dagon, uh, uh, New Orleans. They're still living in rumbled shit down there because yep. nobody's done anything. They, they got decimated damn neighborhoods and they had to move out because their neighborhoods were gone. Now they have to integrate into a new neighborhood. They may have knew everybody on their block. Now they're alone and they're slowly yeah. integrating to the people who will actually want to tolerate with them. Yeah. All this, all this crap about they're doing to the children right now. Every one of them is guilty about with, Excuse me. They're all guilty for crimes against humanity. When you start taking somebody and trying to make them into what they're not, as a boy or a girl, structuring their mind to accept it, even though they might not want to at first, and then having them do something that's irreversible, that's a crime against humanity. Yes, it is. You're having them, you're having them go in there and alter their, their God-given body. Yeah, so they're a little, little bit sissified. A lot of that comes from the peer pressure the kids get. They get a bully that picks on them. I had bullies all over me when I was a little kid because I was a little scrawny run. One day, a bully came up to me and started punching on me, and I went down low and woke up a sleeping bag. And after that, they stopped messing with me. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it has to work. Well, no, I mean, I don't fight fair. I'm not fighting fair right now because I could throw some punches at people that are out there in listening land. 
and not absorbing it. And I could say, wake up and smell your, your hair burning. Coffee's been on for days, you know, and things like that. But I could also get really ratty too, but I'm not going to. But people don't realize that they've been steered down the wrong path. They're steered down the path that everybody's traveling now. Everybody wants to go down the well-worn path. Well, sometimes you have to take that least used path to get to the right spot. An arrow gate. It's quicker. It's easier. Even though you think it might be harder. But if you follow the pack and walk around the long way, by the time you get there, you forgot what you're going there for. And something else has came up and changed in your mind. And now you're distracted again. And this is all about distractions. That's all it is, is they distract us. The government is good at that. Don't look over here because we ain't done with this yet, but watch this false flag over here. We got these people doing this, and we'll show you this later when it's finished. And then they direct you to that because this is worn out over here. So now they got a new false flag. And the false flag doesn't have to be something violent. Look at our election system. Look yep. at our food problems we're having right now in some places. I, I haven't experienced any food shortages. A few things are not on the shelves, but in a couple of weeks, they might show up like they normally do. But most people are sitting there in fear for their life because they don't have any food on their shelf. They can't afford to drive 50 miles the next town that probably has the food. And people don't realize that when the government controls the mind, they control the heart. And if they control the food, they control the mind. Mm -hmm. If they control the energy, they control the mind. I mean, I, I, I actually got up the other night. I was looking at my, my little gas price buddy. I go, holy crap. Gas went down 10 cents and I just filled up. It dropped five cents. I went down there and <laughs> drop or 10 more cents i'm going oh heck something's going to happen and now they're saying we don't have enough diesel we don't have enough fuel if people would just go down the rabbit hole and see what it takes to make fuel you'll find a myriad of things you never thought was possible because diesel fuel is a byproduct. It's a waste product that normally they would have just used it in kerosene lamps. Now you can't buy kerosene, which was usually the stuff that didn't have the properties that diesel needs to run your lamps with. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people have kerosene lamps on hand. They're buying a quart of kerosene, and I've done it too because I just want to get some small ones to have around inside the house. Three to five dollars for a quart. I'm going, man, this is going to hurt, you know. But I've also got diesel sitting out there so I can fill them little bottles up and keep them on hand without having to run back and forth to the garage all the time. Same with space heaters. You know, and the people need to wake up and smell their hair burning because breakfast has already been over for years. You have to come out to the light, look around and say, oh, the sky ain't blue anymore. I wonder why. 
Now they're starting to tell us why. I've known about it for years, but they're starting to tell the mass, yeah, we're chem spraying. Yeah, that's why we you got a checkerboard or circles in your day going sky. That's not a cloud. That's that's aerosols we're spraying. We have to do something to get rid of it. So we're gonna spray it on you so you'll breathe it, get in contact with it, it'll be in your food, it'll be everywhere. But it's okay because we'll take care of you. And they've already told us how they're going to take care of us. Every elite person in the world has said, we need to trim the population by 90%. And that should have scared people to death. But, oh, that won't happen here. Our government will never do that. They put people in internment camps in World War II that were citizens. Only because they were Japanese or Japanese descent. And that was less than 100 years ago. National security. Yeah. Well, about 80 years ago. That's what I'm saying. Less than 100 years ago. That's less than 100 years ago. So that wasn't that far behind in our history. No. And all these politicians that are controlling us, they're pushing fear porn constantly on us. And the thing about it is, their fear porn is to misdirect you. When you can look at it and say, yeah, gas prices will go up. Well, I guess I won't be going fishing today. I'll wait till tomorrow or I'll wait till next week. It's not going to hurt me. Most people have to run to the gym every day to get pumped up. And it's a proven fact. I don't care how buffed you are in the chat or anybody listening to this thing afterwards. You know the guys who pass the SEAL test or the skinny, scrawny bastards that aren't pumped up. They have the endurance and the mindset because they're not going in there looking like everybody and trying to make people bow down to them. They're just there to pass it and become a SEAL. Nobody buffed ever passes SEAL. Now, some of them, after they get through the year-long training, They'll pump up. Yeah, they, they get buffed up. They, they got to carry a lot of gear with them. So they're going to buff up a bit. But they don't get like a bodybuilder who has to starve himself to look picture perfect before he goes into a, a, a day going contest. Most of those guys are eating a couple eggs a day and drinking water. But after that day going competition, what do they do? They go pig out. Yeah. You got to put that energy back in your body. And some of them actually pass out. Right after they get off stage, they, they collapse because they have no energy reserves. Of course, on the other hand, a lot of people who have a lot of energy reserves will be losing some of that energy reserve as time goes on because they won't have any ho-hos and Twinkies and snap corn <laughs> and all this other stuff. So they'll be trimming down and they'll be looking for somebody to sew their pants up because they never watched mama use a sewing machine or a needle and thread. I do that stuff constantly. My, I'm I'm multitasked person. I work on your computer and work on your car and work on your pants. I can hell, I can make you some drapes. I can build you a house. Uh-huh. But I did that because I was always told to never stick to one thing exclusively and make it run my life. The only question you, the only stupid question is a question you don't ask because you think it's too stupid. Ask that stupid question anyway. 
And I've done that and I've literally embarrassed people who were going to answer the question because they could not answer it. Yeah. It would say, well, I'll have to get back to you on that. No, you should know it by now because it's a common answer, you know, but, yeah. <clears throat> and I do that. I do that to everybody and people need to learn to do that. They need to step out of the, whatever you want to call it, step out of the box and start kicking the box to the curb. And every time you kick it, it's going to hurt a little bit. But once you get it out there and on the curb for them to pick up and haul off for you, you'll feel much, much better about it. And yeah, as time well. goes on, the confusion will leave. You'll, you'll get away from that confusion. I mean, I, I also want to drop in a little thing that I, that I had sent to me today by some friends of mine who follow the area around where we were stationed at. Sanford, North Carolina, and the Southern Pines in Monroe County, they got their electricity cut off today or last night. Somebody shot the transformers up. Yeah, I saw that on a Gateway Pundit. Yeah. And what happened was they were protesting. They've been protesting this gay parade bullcrap that they were going to do to the at the library for the little kids and people said, we're going to stop this one way or the other. And now they're looking for them. They had the County locked down for a while, had traffic accidents, no, no electricity whatsoever. The hospitals and everybody has generators are using generators. Lowe's and Home Depot have sold out of generators and the place is in a bit of turmoil right now, but this is what it's going to take. At some point, everybody's going to have to face it. I'm not condoning it. All I'm saying is keep your head on a swivel. Yep. Because you can walk down the street and you can get knocked out and possibly killed by getting hit in the back of the head by some kid who's trying to get into a gang. You know, but at the same point, don't fear for your life. Because Churchill said it best, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. If you don't fear the fear, you can actually be independent. But if once you start absorbing the fear and letting it run your life, you become part of the mainstaying people who are actually running this show. If they say we need more money, you'll say, yeah, go ahead and take my Take the rest of my paycheck. Go ahead. Score a good cause. We know how that good cause is ending right now. You know, Ukraine yeah. war where they sent billions of dollars in weapons and stuff over there. They're finding this stuff coming up on the black markets around the world. They didn't even get it. They've sold it off before it got to the people. Money laundering is going rampant. They had an instance where one Russian soldier was describing a place they raided where they were actually harvesting organs from kids and throwing them in a pile or throwing them in dumpsters. And he was totally shocked. You can see it on his face. It really troubled him. We are being fed a line of crap and most people are standing there eating it up. Don't eat the crap. Research the facts. You know, the, the old saying is, 
life is like a crap sandwich. The more bread you have, the less crap you have to eat. <laughs> the elite are not eating the crap. They're eating yeah. the bread. That's right. Well, you know, and I think that'd be a, a good place to break because as it gets a little later here, as you know, I get up at 2 a.m. and 2 a.m. Yeah. comes very quick for me. But I am thankful that you came on and added a little bit of insight here to what we were talking about here. But, you know, the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, we we need to step up as men. We have we need more strong men. We have the strong women and thank God for them. We need strong women and they're there. I have a strong wife, very strong wife. We need more strong men. And here's the most important thing that we're going to keep pushing here. We need God centered in between a strong man and a strong woman and the kids that they are raising. God has to be centered at everything. And the thing that I want to kind of part ways with here is a Bible verse. I know I typically don't do it on the His Hardline discussions, but it's James uh, chapter 4, verses 1 through 17. Donna Brandenburg, actually, we, she texted me this. I thought this was great, and I would like to read it. It says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, and you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God. Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think Scripture says without reason that he, jealous, that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? That is why Scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded, grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or a sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and one and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Now listen. You who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry a business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, 
it is sin for, for them. And that is James chapter 4, verses 1 through 17. I, I thought that was an excellent Bible verse that she shared. And so I think that's a great way to kind of end it for the day. But thank you, Ron. I appreciate you coming on. We're going to definitely have hey, you back on here. Hey, Jason, can I say one thing real quick? Yeah, shoot. God is challenging us to do the right thing. Everybody should be taking the challenge and running with it. Yes. Don't put it off. Amen. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining us. And ladies and gentlemen, I do appreciate all of you joining here, joining us here today. It is always a pleasure to have all of you here. It is really a sincere pleasure. Without all of you, I would have nothing but really airwaves to speak into and no one to listen to. And, and I'm, I'm really thankful for that. In fact, I was looking at my analytics earlier today on the back end of Podbean. Now, granted, I haven't even been doing this, not even a year. Let's see here. Uh, what, what, we're in December. So 10 months now. I've been doing this just a little over 10 months. And I'm so excited that I saw the downloads hit 40,000 downloads. I was like, wow. And I, you know, and I really don't push this. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, that is really amazing. I can only imagine where this is going to be a year from now or two years from now. Um, who knows? I don't know. Maybe I might get the same amount of downloads and, 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 you know, maybe this thing will grow just about as big as maybe who knows Scott on Bards FM. I mean, he's doing really well for himself. Um, you know, check his channel out. He was actually telling a story the other day. I forgot what day it was. I want to say maybe it was either the second or the third. Um, I can't remember if it was a Fishers of Men show, but he was he had a show that was discussing a victim of someone he knows that had basically, a, you know, they were possessed by someone who was their controller, who was a demon. And anyway, it was a very intense show, very intense story. But him and two others worked for hours, for hours. Yeah, SRA, yeah, Satanic Ritual Abuse Victims. SRA is what it's called. And they spent hours praying over this girl. And at the beginning, this girl, who was an honor student, who was just an outstanding kid in school, after they got her, she couldn't even allow her mom to touch her or hug her. But after several hours, block of hours of praying over this girl and trying to cast this demon out, the end result was finally the girl being able to be embraced by her family and to have Jesus work in her life. That, that was an amazing story. Check out that show. It's on the, it was either on December 2nd or December 3rd. I can't remember which. I want to say it was maybe the 2nd. Very excellent story. Maybe you should check it out. So anyways, remember, here it is our line. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It's our job to push the enemy back on the other side. Who's the enemy? Well, that's Satan and all his little legion of demons. Remember, Christ gave us authority to step on snakes and scorpions. We have authority over them. We just got to realize who we are and invoke the name of Jesus Christ. So, I hope you all have a blessed day. And remember, like it says in Joshua 1.9, my favorite verse in the Bible, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God 
is with you wherever you go. I hope you all have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you all had a great weekend. And we will be back here tomorrow for our 1% with him. And until then or the next time, God bless. And we'll be out for now. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna oh, man. suck it's gonna to be you deep staters when this is all said and done. You guys really have no idea what's coming for you. (laughs) Watch out, the American people are coming for you. Thank you for joining us here at KSR Live. Remember, you can tune in every single evening. Except on Thursdays. I hope you all have a blessed day. And remember... Like a states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you for joining us at His Heart Line.